Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Project Esports Podcast. This week, we're going to have episode 22 with a pretty big range of topics. Of course, they're going to be a little more Overwatch and League, but we kind of got a different variety of topics inside both of those sports, as well as touching on Dota and even mentioning Call of Duty again. So as always, my name is Andrew Nimsgren. I am the one of the co-hosts of the podcast, and alongside me, I have my two awesome co-hosts. I'll let both of you guys do your introductions as always. I'm James doesn't mute his phone, Graham, um, the resident League of Legends expert. Um, Dylan, a.k.a. Beal for real. I'm the resident everything else expert. I'm the, I'm the Gears of War expert. You can you can list me yeah. as that. <laughs> I guess you can halfway mention me as the Overwatch League um, residential. I'm not going to claim that confidently, but I kind of know what I'm talking about sometimes. But mentioning that, that is kind of a good transition into our first topic. As you can kind of see oh, on the left side, if you are watching us on Twitch, thank you very much for doing that. If you are listening to the podcast, thank you so much for downloading, watching on YouTube, all that. That means so much to us. But we're going to jump right into Overwatch's new feature that they announced, which I would definitely probably use on Graham, um, on James one of these days. But <laughs> it's avoiding a player. So it's more or less what it is, is that you just kind of go to the social center whenever you're in a game, something like that. And then you can add them as a avoid a teammate is what it's called. And it puts them on a list for seven days where they will not be on your team no matter what. There will be cases where they could be on the other team and you can play against them, but you never have to worry about for the next seven days of having them on the same team as you. Um, you're only allowed to have two of these at any one time. So obviously you can't just go on a rampage and just blocking everyone because you think everyone is trash. As bad as they might be, that's not really possible. So, I mean, what is the difference between just blocking someone to you guys? I mean, do you think that this was a needed feature? I mean, obviously, it's nice. You're running those teammates that are shitty sometimes, but why couldn't you just block them or something kind of similar to that? Why is this feature better than that? So, does blocking actually get them out of your queues? That's actually a really good question. And I yeah, because no I idea. don't think it does. I'm, I mean... I could be wrong, um, but I don't think it necessarily gets them out of your, your, your queue. So I think, obviously, the good part about this is that you won't be on their team anymore, which is, you know, you need to do that for certain players yeah. that you just can't mesh with well. And, like, I think this is a good option because it's not reporting the player inherently because, like, no, sometimes you have bad down. teammates that, like, yes. you can't report someone for being, like, not skilled. But if someone doesn't feel like they're in the right skill range, you go, I'm going to avoid them because I feel like they should be placed somewhere else. I don't want to be dragged down while they're tanking their MMR. Yeah. So I think I think this is a really good little medium. Yeah, it's a, it's a good way around it. Like, I mean, I mean, a lot of, uh, I think, I don't know. To me, I think it's a good idea, but I almost think, that, like, a large portion of the, one second. Um, <laughs> it's dying. Um, I think a large portion of the player base, which of course isn't some like a lot of high elo guys, don't really need this feature because the, where the player base is so vast and so so spread out, the chances of you running into another player like that, unless you're queuing at like the same time or some shit, is pretty minute. So I don't know. I I think this is really good for high elo guys, not so much for the general player base. So yeah, that's kind of what I was going to touch on because like obviously. Like in bronze for Overwatch, I don't. I mean, maybe I have, but I don't think when I was playing like my placement game, I ran in the same person more than once, unless I was partied up with them or something. So I definitely feel like at lower levels it's not going to. But if you had someone flame you in a higher elo game, like obviously you're not going to play with them because they're just going to continue flaming you the very yeah. next game. So that just kind of prevents that. So yeah, no, I think it brings up a really good point that blocking them or reporting them doesn't remove them from your queue. And you could still end up running into them. You just ended up reporting them, blocking them, and can't talk to them. But yeah, I think you actually had a really good point on that. And I mean, is there anything else different? I mean, obviously, I mean, I don't see why this couldn't be introduced to League of Legends, Dota, anything kind of like that. Is there a reason why Riot couldn't introduce this tomorrow? And would there be any problems with the difference between Overwatch and League? I think it would get rid of a lot of people's int lists. <laughs> like, <laughs> a lot of the high elo guys love that shit, especially the toxic ones. They have this like notepad document they bring up, and they're like, "Oh, this guy's in my game. I'm just gonna fucking run it down mid." You know what I mean? But I don't know, Dylan. Do you think do you think it's um, worthwhile? 
so I like the idea of it being in every game because it's um I, I'm not sure I don't I'm not sure if you touched upon this or not, but it's also like a soft report too of where yeah. if okay. there's enough avoid like if, if someone avoids someone, um so say if like everyone's avoiding one person, everyone's avoiding James, um, then like Blizzard gets a notification about that and they like look into it and you know they might do something about that. So it's like it is a soft report, um, but it's like not gonna be like a really big band so i i think it could be useful but i so so the only thing i could possibly see being an issue which this is like just me really grabbing at things is like what's to stay like at the very beginning of the game um you know someone who's toxic is just like you know i i fucking hate my team they're you know they're not following the matter they're doing something i'm gonna avoid these players and then just like be a dickhead the whole time yeah and, and oh, like think, he, oh, like he gets himself on their, on their list. You know, no, so no, they, no, no. So no, um, not that's uh, so more of like, oh, I already avoided these players. So what's the point of doing this right now? Because like at least like um, like before there was a chance you're going to be with some of these people. So it's like okay, like maybe I should put on like a little better face because you know I'm not queuing up with a big group of people. You know, I'm not going to be a dick to them. Yeah. Um, but if it's like, oh, I know I can't, I'm not going to be able to play with these people anymore. Fuck this. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, who like cares you, about my you, reputation? Yeah, exactly. So you've already, like, you, like, they've already avoided the players and they're like, fuck it. I can just ruin this game anyway. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I see your point. Yeah. But that's, that's, but like I said, that's me grabbing at, like, the most I could really think of because I, I really think this would be good in every game. Yeah. And yeah. I definitely, I like the idea of only a limited amount of people being on the block list at one time that does prevent you from just being a dick and going and blocking over every little thing. You kind of have to be, you have to pick and choose because they're added for seven days. And as far as I'm aware, I'm looking at uh, the article from dot esports. I'm going to start trying to mention the articles we're reading from a little bit more, but they doesn't say anything. Like I don't think they'll be able to, you can remove them from your list or anything kind of like that. So once you add someone for a week, they're on there no matter what. And if you run into someone worse, you can't add them. So you have to be kind of picky about who you add there because otherwise you could run into someone worse. So I think they've kind of thought this through enough that it's not going to be horrible. But yeah, I, I agree. I definitely think it should be introduced to every game. There's no downfall to it as long as they put a limit on that. You know, otherwise, high little guys could just ignore everyone and not play with anyone, but then they can't play a game. Yeah. And then they, they go on complaining yeah. or something kind of like that. But that's their own fault, I feel. Is it so, like... Uh- can you can you like swap somebody out like midway through? Okay, like can you have somebody on your list encounter somebody worse and want to remove them and like swap them out with somebody else? Because I, I think I think that's a worthwhile feature. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I watched a lot. I watched most of the developer update from Jeff um, from Overwatch, but I didn't hear him say anything specifically about that. And the article doesn't mention anything here from about esports. So. I think that might be something that's added down the road. I think I agree. I definitely think that is worth the ad. Yeah. yeah, like I said, if you run into someone that actually is horrible and you're in those high elos, you'd much rather have those than someone that just talks too much or tells you to switch heroes in Overwatch, something like that, versus someone that's actually just blaming you. Like, not very bad. That's worth the report, but some kind of like that. But, yeah, I think we're all kind of on the same page that this is a good feature, and I don't think we need to talk this to death too much. We have a lot to get to today. So I guess just briefly before we go into James' rant about the NALCS playoff, <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about the Overwatch um, Stage 2 finals were just today. So the NYXL, which me and James have agreed have the worst name going into the Overwatch League, the Excelsior, won yeah. Stage 2 today, beating the Philadelphia Fusion 3-2. Um, to two. Um, I guess there's not a lot of big news stories out of this. I mean... The New York XL is one of the all-Korean teams. They were the number one seed going into it. They were supposed to win it. Um, I guess it was awesome that Philadelphia did end up beating the London Spitfire, which was another one of those all-Korean teams. So this was a team that wasn't quite favored to make it to the finals and win it all. So I did love seeing them make it, take it to game five. They did put them up 2-0 and then got reverse sweep. So they kind of choked. Very similar to some of the um, NALCS games these last couple of days. Yeah. So, similarities um, yeah i guess there's not too much there i mean congratulations to new york xl um obviously not who i wanted to win i would have loved philadelphia i mean la valiant is my kind of go-to team but congratulations on the last and i guess unless you guys have anything to add to that 
I'll let James start his half an hour rant about ALCS. <laughs> Dylan, do you have anything to kind of mention there? Um, no, not really. I mean, I wish yeah. Philly won. I just but... think it's yeah. I think it's big enough to at least mention that. Like, congratulations, you won stage two. We have two stages left. Um, I guess just a kind of couple more Overwatch League updates. Oh, and I guess there is actually something Overwatch to talk about before we go to um, League of Legends. But um, like Aguri's finally coming for um, the next stage. Um, there's a lot of changes coming. A couple teams are adding players and things such as that. So there will be a little bit of a shakeup, and hopefully we see some more competitive teams, especially Shanghai, come in in stage three. So it'll be interesting, and hopefully we're seeing more teams kind of get into the playoffs besides just these all-Koreans. So actually, I am going to hand it off to Dylan and let you kind of bring up something that I think is just stupid, but yeah, so I'm we're kind of curious to hear yours. We're going to put James on the bench a little bit, keep him, <sighs> keep him muzzled right now. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Overwatch is definitely cracking down a little bit on um, social media. So it was Jaywon. Um, I think he is, uh, his Overwatch name is Sinatra. I think that's yep. it, right? With two A's at the end. Yep. Uh, he plays for San Francisco Shock. And for his birthday, he posted like a like a Pepe meme. And apparently he got he had to take it down because Blizzard contacted him and they were like, oh no, like you need to take this down. So to give a little context behind why they would want that specific meme taken down, uh, relating to the US election, that was used a lot online in terms of like, I guess, Trump. And then like yeah, that is yeah. the meme. If anyone is not aware of what we're talking about, <laughs> this is Pepe. I don't have a better way to do it than this. Yeah. But I just want to make it sure that people change it up a lot about that. Just so a little bit of context for any video listeners, um, for any audio listeners, it is just the green frog with the really big ass eyes that is used in a lot of different scenarios. That is Pepe for anyone that is uninformed of what that is. Yeah. I mean, it, I'm, I'm kind of so, concerned anybody who's like watches esports doesn't know what Pepe is, but. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so essentially. The big issue is that the Anti-Defamation League marked it as a hate symbol, I guess, because it was used in, like, uh, like right-wing, like, internet culture, I guess. Um, and then so Blizzard is just like, no, you need to take that down because of that context, which, like, I guess from, like, a really broad PR move, like, yeah, I guess, but, like, it's still really dumb that they're, like, cracking down on social media, but... But I'm going to come to Blizzard's defense, not just because I'm a Blizzard show, um, but because that is a PR thing that people do with athletes. I mean, if you post if you post stuff that could be in any sort of terms controversial, especially since we're coming right out of QXC and Taimu, you know, popping yeah. off, uh, I think that is it makes sense. It makes sense that they, they would want to take that down because they don't want like anything remotely controversial. So they're just, you know, they're locking their players down. I mean, yeah. like, I, I, can, I can see, like, I mean, if it, it was tied to the election and shit like that, I could see it, right? It makes sense, right? Like, I mean, you need to avoid that stuff. I think I think it's just, again, with the, the XQC and time and all that shit, like, that just happened. Like, I don't know, man. I, like, it, I, feel, like, I feel like it's a fair bit of policing. I think if this incident was isolated, it would be a little different. Oh, yeah, for um, sure. If, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, if this was, like, a long thing, and people were like, no, it's, you know, it was tied to politics, it was, you know, we don't want to pick political agendas or anything like that, and that was it, that'd be cool, but or we've had so many issues already with guys being policed on social media and stuff like that, it's it's a little sketchy right now. It's just it. I think, I think, um, I think Blizzard, because I love them too, like, I mean, we had to start the podcast late because I was raiding. Um, like, we... Like I think they need to be a little more open as far as like what their like the players are expected of and shit like that. Because I I mean do do we know if Sinatra even knew if he was allowed to post something like that? Like did he have any idea? So that's the yeah, thing. The multiple Overwatch teams have been posting Pepe memes all season long. So he was the first one, as far as I was aware of, that was told specifically to have it taken down. Um, I guess I there's a tweet here from Ron Breslau or something like that. Um, but from what I, so the tweet reads, from what I understand, Blizzard reached out to San Francisco Shock Management to ask that Sinestro takes down his birthday tweet because it had Pepe in it, which Blizzard is trying to crack down on regards to potentially, to it being potentially offensive. So they are just now pretty much halfway through the season deciding that it's not okay. 
which is why it makes me think that this is just an overreaction to what's been going on with XQC and all that kind of thing with Overwatch League and just Blizzard Generals overcorrecting because teams have been posting. I know the Valiant has posted. I know San Francisco Shock both have posted it on their official Twitter account. Like, it's not the first time it's been used in the context. And if we're just going based off of what memes could mean, um, I think the KFC fried chicken meme shouldn't be allowed on Twitch either. I mean, there are so many suggestive memes and emotes that are out there that I feel like cracking down on Pepe, you have to crack down on anything that could be offensive to anyone. I mean, regards to it being potentially offensive, the entire internet is potentially offensive. So how can you pick and choose? I feel it's just so hard to do with memes because there are so many of them. They all can be turned to anyone's political agenda. How do you pick just one and crack down on I think what is also really important about this is that it did not come from Shock. It came from Blizzard, yes. which I think is really, really interesting because I don't know if this means that we're seeing Blizzard stepping in and their PR department is stepping in now because clearly some of the Overwatch League teams can't control their players. Um, so I, I, I don't know if they're stepping in. If they've always been involved, I, I don't know what the PR landscape looks like. Um, but because, like, he said specifically, Blizzard said to take this down, I think we might be seeing a shift from the teams moving over to just Blizzard as an organization going, all right, we need to, we need to step this up. We need to lock this down until it's under control. Yeah, do you think they're, like, do you think they're just a little freaked out because Dallas, like, XUC runs so rampant that, like, fuck it, we gotta, we can't trust the orgs? I, I honestly think that is true because Blizzard's like, all right, come on, guys, like, we're gonna step in now like i I, yeah. I definitely think it is directly related to xqc and taimu yeah and i guess even going more into this so going back to twitter from the thread from rod um this is another one in that same thread from the first tweet it's blizzard has recently been removed pepe signs in the owl crowd and has requested that o- other owl players to remove pepe memes uh pepe related memes and images from the social media accounts as law as well as the team so they are cracking down on outside of just the organizations and the players, but even in the arena, they're not allowing it anywhere there. Which now, definitely makes me think it's an overcorrection. Not so much because I the riot dealt with this a little while ago because free Tyler one signs were rampant, like when Tyler was banned, and they cracked down on that. And like I mean, there was a bit of an up, like a bit of a stink, but I mean, it was nothing. It was nothing crazy because I mean it makes sense. The guy was banned by the by the organization. You know what I mean? It's the organization's that's, call. That's definitely different. That's related directly to League of Legends and Riot. Riot banned Tyler One, and people fans were retaliating, saying "Free Tyler One." That's mm-hmm. related to Riot, and they have a reason not to want that because they made that call. Pepe has nothing to do with the Overwatch League. Pepe is a internet meme that did not originate from the league, that did not yeah. become popular because of the meme. It has been popular for, I'd say, at least a couple of years that all of a sudden after this election has become affiliated more with the alt-right, that has all of a sudden now, halfway through the season, been banned more or less from Blizzard. I just feel like, yes, and I agree that it's because of XQC, and I think they're going to retract this eventually, but just make sure that you're more aware of what you're posting. I think this is going to be an overcorrection. They're going to come back a little bit because it is going to be too unmanageable to deal with because there are going to be other memes that people are going to say, well, if you're banning this, why aren't you banning this? And then it's just going to be never-ending. This is this is going to become a meme. That's what's going to happen. Like this it, this, this whole – unless it already hasn't, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I, no one – and this guy's verified on Twitter, and no one believed him when he put this tweet out. People are like, are you kidding me? Wait, are you trolling? Like. No one even believed this when a verified news source in esports tweeted this. No one believed it. So it already is a meme. I mean, it hasn't reached things. You haven't seen posters about it in the games, but it has been going around on the Reddit quite a bit. And I think it's just kind of a bigger one of how can you censor the internet and memes? Because they are just so widespread and they can be used to anyone's political agenda, which I think is a big thing. That yeah. I could go and decide that this meme, like a random, let's say the Kermit the Frog sipping the tea one, 
I could use that for my political agenda tomorrow. You're going to ban that all of a sudden? I, I think also, because um, this was just posted in chat, but Ksenia Ilya um, was about TryHard. Because like, we had that big whole fiasco yeah. with TryHard, which, I mean, TryHard is a meme. I mean, they, almost all emotes are memes on Twitch at this point. So because of that like yeah. controversy too... Yeah, that is true that people were kind of getting upset about that. But and they, they did kind of crack down on that too. And I I do agree with that, that they aren't just cracking down on Pepe, but I feel like there wasn't any big thing that brought specifically happening in Pepe that they're just all of a sudden decided to go after this. Out of the blue, it's like I just felt I nothing happened that was brought immediate attention that this needs to be changed right now. Which is why, yeah, it is a reaction to try hard and XQC. And I think it's just an overcorrection. And I say before the end of the next stage, this will be retracted. We're going to have to keep an eye on that. Like, I mean, it's uh, like, but I mean, like I, I should say that, but I feel like we're not even going to have to. The community itself is going to be like, when the fuck can we post Pepe again? You know what I mean? No, like, yeah. th th this is not going to be retracted. They're gonna you don't keep, think so? Think no, so? they're going to keep doing it. I mean, that's, uh, so I think that's one thing that they can kind of sit behind is that like, this doesn't really affect anything too much. I mean, yeah, no. it sucks and people are going to be annoyed and they're going to post about it, but like this overall is just good for Blizzard to make sure they're keeping track of. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, sorry. Cash just posted again, and this is the first esports really to start as a non-grassroots messy way. Yeah, and yeah. Like, they have the power. They, they have a brand and vision and they know what they wanted to create when they put all this money into it. So they have the right, I mean, looking in the, yeah, control their image, kind of what I was just saying, that, yeah, Riot is doing the same thing. Yeah, she's actually yeah. making really, really good points. They're, they're making really, really good points. So I definitely think that they have the mind. And reading some of the rule set has been leaked. Like, Blizzard had put in their contract that they're allowed to put cameras 24 hours around the 24 Call hours, box. seven days a week in their training facilities in the team houses and everywhere. I mean, they could turn it into a reality T-show if they wanted. So they're not cracking down on everything and taking advantage of everything. So, yeah, I'm I'm getting upset because they banned Pepe the meme. Have I ever used that meme? No. Will I ever use that meme? Probably not. Do I care in the long run? No. I'm just curious about where can you draw that line? I just think it's so specific that I find hard drawing lines in the internet because everything can get out of hand so quickly. You're missing out. Pepe's a great meme. I 10 out of 10 recommend using it. <laughs> I don't even know where it came from. Okay, just oh, we'll, 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 we'll talk after the podcast. I'll give you the rundown on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. there you go. Give him the recap. Why not something we just say over here? Okay. <laughs> Is there anything else on this that we need to go over besides that? I, I would be willing to make a water bet or something kind of like that, that it'll be retracted by the end of the state. It won't be put up on the bets. Put up on the bets. I'm not. I'm not yeah, touching we'll this. This is you two. I'm not touching this. Who, who's we'll keeping track? Who's keeping track of the board? <laughs> and this isn't going to be a prediction bet. This is going to be if you are correct, you get to choose some kind of on-air punishment for me to do, and if I'm correct, I get to choose some kind of on-air punishment for you to do. Is that fair? Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. So Someone's, put it on the board. That's, yeah. Put it on the board. That's our first water bet. <laughs> Okay, oh, man. so I guess that's a good point to kind of jump over because we spent a good time going into that. So before you want to rant about um, the playoffs, tell us a little bit about the first week of voice chat being integrated in the league. Yeah, so I didn't play a whole bunch with uh, with like the new voice chat. Um, as far, like, cause I, so I haven't had like a poor interaction because of it because the guys I was playing with were in, already in Discord and stuff like that. Because um, surprise, it already works pretty well, you know. Um, but as far as like the integration and the interface, it seems pretty seamless. It's not clunky. It's not noticeable. Um, it seems pretty, pretty like it, like they slip that in there really like subtly. And it's not like it is and not a whole lot of setting up and stuff like that. You like it's in the bottom right hand corner next to like muting pings and all that shit. Um, and you can basically just control everybody's levels. You can mute them, stuff like that. So there is the option to mute people. There's people to adjust their volume to, much like Discord, in case somebody's like too loud and stuff like that. Um, so it's not too bad. I'm definitely gonna like. I only have my orientation this week, so I have about four days off that I can play league. So I'm going to definitely fuck around with it, see, and I'm gonna solo queue mm -hmm. to see 
what kind of what kind of experience I run into. That's um, the true test of any feature in League of Legends is putting it through bronze solo queue. Okay, I mean, I'm not I'm bronze. Tired, <laughs> yeah, I, I am bronze. So I will put that through a test. And well, let's, let's, okay, let's do this. Let's let's compare the tiers because I'm in like platinum yeah. and you're in, and you're in like bronze. So like we'll figure we'll out like do how an official research study. I yes, need you to keep track of how many people flame you, how many people are positive. <laughs> I want every detail. And but I'm, I'm going to see the, the I'm the jungler though, so I I am susceptible to more flame than you immediately. So well, well, I'm the top well, laner. As long as I don't feed <laughs> 10, oh, 10, I'm fine. Fuck. Oh man. Yeah, the, the voice, the voice, the voice chat is live, Cass. Um, it's like, it's in the bottom right hand corner, like next to your map, like on the like. So the map is like in the bottom right hand corner, and then it's like off to the side a little bit. So, try, Godspeed. Best is of it, luck. Is it an opt-in feature? Uh, no, it's a, it's like a part of the game. You can mute yourself. What you can region just mute yourself. do you play on? Cass plays NA. Are you sh it, really? It, it's I think it's coming out in eight point three. Is eight point three not out? Eight point. Mm, yeah, I I had it like, shit. When did I play? Are you trolling Friday? us? Games? I would never. Is this some honor <laughs> GG special that, but... like privilege you have? That you oh have yeah, that's what. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, dude. A amateur scene guys get it quick. Um. Is, oh wait, hold up. Are you in a custom game? Because that may be. It may not be like enabled in custom. She games just said she's like... in ranked right. They're they're in ranked right now. I don't know why I keep saying she. I don't even know. But um, they are in ranked right now. So, it. Well, okay. So this is your first problem. You're watching a podcast, watching a stream in ranked, typing to us. This is not good. <laughs> what uh, what elo are you? <laughs> it, it says it says it should be live. Mm, yeah, it should it should be live. Um. Oh, you're playing I Soraka. I guess okay, I haven't played. I haven't. I'm Soraka. So <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, you're okay. Hey, I have no idea. Maybe just Google. I mean, if you can type and watch a podcast, I feel like you can Google how to get it going. <laughs> I guess I don't have. I haven't played yet. I mean, if I if you stay on afterwards, I may figure it out for you because I'm playing NA. Don't you play NA? Me? James? Yeah. 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 No, Canadian so, Canada doesn't have like their own server or anything like that. I like, have no idea. Okay. <laughs> Exclusive Canada server. Yeah, I fucking wish, man. Everybody be well, no real nice. Play with them. Everybody, everybody oh. just be so nice to each other. Then there'd be, be no great. Flame. There'd be no flame. There'd be no flame whatsoever. Okay. Oh man. Yeah. So I guess we have no idea how it works. It is there. It is live. It isn't that bad yet. We'll yet. get back to you with our official results of the level of flame in NA. League of Legends rank. This can't be good. No, like, if I will come back with a five-page paper next week on the level of flame for me and James' research, if you guys are ready for that. I, but I, I think Dylan's right though. I don't think it's. I see two. I see two pros. I see a pro and a con to it. Con, we've already seen what happens in Overwatch. Overwatch is a fucking nightmare with voice chat. Oh, yeah. It's Hell like yeah. I like I mean, and that's from a secondhand experience. That's him hearing it from you two. That's hearing it from anybody my friends who play Overwatch. It's a shit show. It'll the, get there. Yeah. Yeah. The only good thing about it, and this is from an esports side of things, is that it's going to teach players who want to be shock callers and want to like be yeah. commu like very communicative players to learn to t communicate with strangers who they've never played with in a setting that they can't flame them or they can flame them, but it's not going to be productive. It doesn't yeah. help exactly, right? So, on my end, I as as a, as a like an amateur manager, I'm fucking loving this because my shot callers who aren't super confident or um you know are trying to develop a good way to communicate with players quickly and concisely, um this this is for them. This yeah. really really benefits them, right? No, but, that's a really good point. People yeah. can't even handle Hearthstone emoting. People can't That's be trusted from nine <laughs> emotes that are preset. They had to change them because they were 2 p.m. Oh yeah, which one? Which, was it the well done? Was it the sorry? Yeah, sorry was. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so true. Shit. <laughs> okay, we could, we could talk about the toxicity, how toxic it is having voice chat in the game or emotes apparently. For the rest the of the time. most tilting experience of any video game. Sorry, <laughs> getting yeah. getting sorry, emoted in Hearthstone, and then dying, and then losing. That's like that's like yeah, that, yeah. More phones have been destroyed over that than anything, oh, I think. 
Okay, James, let's get to the big topic for tonight. You you just give it to us. All right, boys. So um, we had two pretty big deals happen within the last – no, no, they're big deals. They're real big deals um, happen in the uh, the quarterfinals of the NALCS. Um, two old guard teams got eliminated, which is, a, which is crazy. C9 got 3-0'd by Team Liquid. Um, all fairly competitive games, but at the same time, C9 as like they're a pretty respected organization. They've always done historically really well in the NALCS. Um, they got 3-0'd by Team Liquid. Um, Team Liquid, of course, is the NA Super Team um, with guys like you know uh, Doublelift, Smithy, Olay, um, the notorious Pob. Um, you know that whole that whole lineup is um, is really impressive. Um, but they ended, they ended up 3-0-ing uh, C9. Um, that being said, the, and on the flip side, today, one of the new orgs, Clutch, Clutch Gaming, um, a, a, an organization that I've become really fond of, 3-1 TSM, which is fucked. Like, TSM has never not been in the final. So, like, for this to happen, it's, like, monumentous. Um, and it was clutch. It was clutch gaming who did it. Who has a really weird roster of players that are like from different walks of life, from different from different fucking regions. That's not Korea. Um, like so. The, so just to give a bit bit of a background on clutch gaming, Solo is a top laner who's hung in the challenger scene for more time than he was due, um, and he's just basically sat around there the whole time. Their jungler is um, Lyra, who is. I mean, okay, that's. Uh, Lear's been in North America enough that I consider him North American. He's been there for a year and a half, almost two years, I think. Um, he's real close to his, his, his citizenship. I think they may have bumped it up. But historically, a super early aggressive jungler, really, really notorious for being, like, over-aggressive and, like, making these crazy-ass plays and ruining a jungler's mindset. Um, and then they have Febivin, who came over from Fnatic slash H2K yeah. overseas um, from, European, from, uh, from Europe. And then Hakuo and Apollo, who were like Envy's bot lane. These guys, like Hakuo, has always been considered like a B tier support, and Apollo has been in the scene for I don't know how fucking long. But they absolutely dismantled TSM, and this is the big thing I wanted to focus on because C9 has like had like ups and downs as far as like making playoffs and stuff like that, or how far they made in the playoffs and stuff like that. But TSM has never been this destroyed, and it was mind blowing to watch. Um, it was mainly on the back of Hakuo who basically was allowed to have Thresh two games in a row. Uh, I think maybe, no, three games, three, three games in a row. Uh, game two, which they won, which was close. Game three, where they absolutely annihilated them. And game four, where it looked like TSM was just broken. Like, they didn't, yeah. I don't think they knew really what to do. Um, you watch crazy shit like Solo, solo killing Hauntzer, which was, the Hauntzer's like considered like premier NA talent for top lane. And Solo destroyed him. Um, it was a really nice 1v1 you can find on probably YouTube immediately. Um, but I think a big thing is for me, um, is, is, is from an esports side of thing is this, this is the first time we've seen an, unsa- an unshakable franchise actually be taken out. Um, which I think is a really big deal in something that, in an esports in comparison to some of the other shit that's uh, really mainstream, like overwatch and like CSGO and stuff like that. TSM's always been like that they're always at the top of NA, always, always, whether they're first or second, they're always there. But to see them taken out in quarters, that's fucking ridiculous. You're not going to see TSM worlds, which is which is crazy enough as it is as well. They always, like I mean the memes always they may, never make it into groups, but they're not even fucking making it to like finals for now, right? Yeah. So it's it it shows a, a real big growth of the scene, which I really like, um, especially for like for new talent and stuff like that. Um, and I think it restores a lot of the viewership faith in the the LCS because you wouldn't, I mean, a lot of people on um, like uh, Andrew yourself is a prime example. You decided to watch overwatch today instead of the NALCS because I'm assuming you knew TSM was playing. Yeah. And, I, and I just, think TSM was just going to win this play. That's just it. Everybody not uh, watching much. Exactly. And now because of this, because of the last like several years of TSM always being at the top and them getting taken out in quarters, a lot of people are going to want to see who the fuck makes it now. Because now you have 100 Thieves, another brand new org, took for first place. Echo Fox, who have already been in the NALCS, but sat around middle, and now they're second. Team Liquid, who's a super team, which are always fun to watch. And the last, quote-unquote, of the old guard, um, if you count them being previously Curse. Um, and I'm stealing to- like that whole rant right there is totally from Mark Zimmerman, by the way. I totally ripped that off. <laughs> um, but and, the, and now you have Clutch Gaming. So I think, I think seeing these guys... Um, 
And seeing these guys really, you know, get this far is 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 great for the scene. It's great for the NALCS. It's great for viewership. It's great for League of Legends, right? So I think this is this is a nice, a really nice change. Um, it sucks that TSM lost because they do have a really good infrastructure and stuff like that. Um, but this is, I like overall, I think this is a good thing. I think this is a really good thing. No, like everybody wants to see the the guys at the top fall, and we finally fucking got it. Yeah, and I guess the one big cool fact that I can actually add to this conversation is this is going to be the first time in the NALCS that neither TSM, C9, or CLG is going to win the championship. Yeah, exactly. First it's going to be ever since its induction. Yeah, you're going to see somebody yeah. entirely different. So, which, which is going to be goes really well to your point because yeah, the old god. I mean, they're not unbreakable anymore. TSM has always been the one. But it's always been CLG, C9, TSM. From the day I started watching League of Legends, the NALCS, I knew those were the three teams that were going to win at the end of the season no matter what because that is what I have been told by watching, that these are yeah. the old guard, these are the best teams. And now you have, not first off, like you said, none of them make playoff, but none of them even had the one seed going into playoff. They couldn't, none of them even claimed it from... Yeah, well, it's just it too. Not like I'm not like I mean, TSM had to fight for their way into from quarters, um, and so so did C9, and they both got they both got taken out, right? So it's it's really cool that you have your semifinals is entirely new people. It may not be new players, but it's definitely new orgs, right? Yeah. So um, for me, that's that's like that's huge, man. Another fun minor fun fact about like the new orgs, um, Hundred Thieves released their like their apparel line like in one night, sold it out. Sold out. This is the same fucking night. They released their jerseys, their hats, all this shit. I love their baseball jerseys. I think Dude, it's, it's slick, the right? It's real slick. It's real I fucking slick. It. That's why, like, that was like going into it. Like, you guys have heard me talk about FlyQuest before. They're about as good as CLG, which usually in a good year is going to mean so much. This year yeah. it doesn't mean near as much. Not but really. FlyQuest is always kind of my go-to team because they are the local team, but also. 100 Thieves was my number two because I thought their jerseys were really cool. That sounds like such a non-esports thing to say that I'm picking a team based on what their apparel is. But their jerseys were just different, and I loved them, and I wanted to buy them the second I saw they were released. So, Dude, apparel apparel makes a team too, man. You can be you can be absolutely trash as long as yeah, That's me. If your brand is nice, who gives a fuck, right? So, yeah. Yeah, I know. But I, don't know. Kind of... I, I, I definitely agree. And, I, and if you've seen that even overseas too. That SKT is struggling. That yep. the old guard, these big teams that every single year, oh my God, I just dropped my mic. Um, every single year <laughs> has been winning it without question. That you know these are going to be the teams that end up either at Worlds, at the you know, their championships. They're struggling now. And that we're starting to see new talents, new teams emerge, rather it be from the super teams, from players that are finally giving their chances, are emerging and starting to take those old spots. And I agree. It is. Finally, that time for League of Legends that we had that podcast. Can SKT lose? Well, first off, they didn't win Worlds. They barely made playoffs. And you're yeah, seeing that look kind of happen NALCS. Now, now, see, the, the only thing is with SKT is, like, they're, of course, being the a super team that they are. And they're coming back and, like, having a redemption. They beat some of the top teams. But, I mean, again, this is a trend we're seeing across the board. The only one who doesn't seem to be shaken from this by the big, from the bigger regions is Fnatic. Um, yeah. Mainly. But, but, I mean, if you look at Fnatic's roster, a lot of those guys were groomed, like, a year or two ago. You know what I mean? Caps, Broxa, like, um, like I mean, Soaz is a fucking relic. But, I mean, he's consistent, so who cares, right? Yeah. Um, but I mean, they even made a roster change this year. They put in, they put in Hillsang, and like the like the fanatic organization is making smart decisions, right? And like, and that's like, like to my knowledge, that's not just in like League of Legends. That's in all their orgs or all their all their games. But um, yeah, no, they're the only ones who seem to be trying to adjust with the times. And G two is another one too, because G two is the like the 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 previous kings of Europe. Um, and even there, like adjusted to the point where they could get back in. Now I don't know if they got taken out. I know some of the games just happened today. Slash yesterday. Um, I, uh, I know, I know, Vitality made it, which is kind of dope because I love Yamato Cannon because yeah, he dresses. Top H2K, I know that. That's one of yeah. the few games I did watch. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, that's good to see. H2K's kind of been struggling, anyways. I know I, I, I hyped them up last week, but yeah, no, that's kind of uh, that's kind of my recap of of today. Um, and you know, one being as a, as a, as a clear TSM or a CLG fan, I was very happy to see TSM lose. Very, very happy. 
Um, and you know what? If it was through if it was through clutch gaming, I don't give a fuck. Like I got to watch it happen, so yeah. it's a it's a good day for me. I guess Dylan, is there anything you kind of want to try to add? Anything you heard in the conversation that you wanted <laughs> nope. to bring up? Nope, not anything. <laughs> I try. But, uh, I don't blame you. I know you just kind of sit there and just wait for us to stop ranting, and then you can join back in. But um, I guess yeah, we get we can kind of switch over to. Your go-to one, it's not the biggest news, but I know you have something to talk about for Dota. Yeah, so here's the the Dota Minute. Um, Dota has a theme for TI. Uh, So last year their theme was water, and now it's subterranean. So basically this is just kind of like the theming they do on stage and everything, and kind of all the colors they go with. And you know what? I like it. I like theming. I think theming is really cool. Um, I know. Does it change the in-game map at all? Uh, Actually, I do not know if it does. I'm not 100% sure if it's going to change the in-game map. Um, I think there is, like, HUDs and stuff that are going to be released that are kind of themed around that. Um, okay. But I like theming. Like, uh, I like Hearthstone's themings because, like, they yeah. do, like, the different years based on the rotations. And it's like they had the year of the Mammoth and the Kraken, and then now they're doing the year of the Raven, and it's, like, kind of all themed around that kind of stuff. And Is, is, is the same. Ravens the one this year? Yeah, year of the Ravens yeah. coming up. Nice. I'll fuck with that. Just an update on Hearthstone. I did re-download it on my phone for about the fourth time. I keep downloading it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to play it. And then did end up deleting it. I'm like, I'm never going to play this. But then today I had an urge. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to re-download it. Finally give it that try. Just like I said, I was going to try with Dota. I don't have Dota installed yet. I'll get to one that day. one day. Maybe. One day. This would be a good week. Are, are you on, you're on Spring Break, right? Yeah, you're this would be a hell of a week. Yeah, yeah, dude. You and I can finally get our fucking game of Dota and see how awful yeah. this goes. Yeah, we, play yeah, play we that Dota. <laughs> Dylan, will you coach us? Will you coach us through trying to learn Dota? Could you <laughs> not pull your hair? All three of us being uh, streaming Twitch with me and James playing our first ever Dota games. Oh man! Oh my god! It's okay. We'll get the polls. We'll get the polls. Will be good. Like we'll get yeah. in. Just play it like you would a league game, and then I'll just tell you everything you're doing wrong. <laughs> just, yeah, exactly. Oh god! Actually, you don't want me to play the game like how I play league. That's horrible. There's a reason I'm in bronze. <laughs> It's a bad time, man. I've 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 played with Andrew before. It's well, so that was a really rough day. But, um, I guess yeah. Um, I think that's kind of through all of our official list that's on the overlay. Is there anything else you guys want to touch on? Anything Under you want thieves? to go back to? Oh yeah, sorry, I forgot we put that on the template. James, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's just a really it's it's just it's just a real quick one-off um so today um 100 thieves uh, nate shot specifically announced that they would be 100 thieves would be going to call of duty um i think this is really cool it's not really a big deal because like cool it's another war getting into 100 thieves or getting into call of duty but it's nate shots grassroots this is what bred nate shot this is what made him the name he is um he's 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 the reason optic became so big you know what i mean so i think this is really like a, a really cool thing to see him kind of return to what kind of made him um i hope they do well as well considering this is his thing um i hope he just doesn't go the whole like granddad route being like you know back in my day when you know i fucking noob dooped the shit at everybody like you know i hope i hope we don't see anything of that but based on the infrastructure that nade shot has created in 100 thieves i'm sure his call of duty team is probably gonna be top fucking tier so they're gonna yeah. be like i don't really watch competitive call of duty but i probably will because one, the branding sick, and two, this is again, this is the thing that made Nate shot. I unfortunately got into Call of Duty way too late to actually really watch him, but to watch his org is gonna be is gonna be pretty sick. So I'm I'm really excited for this. Um. Okay, okay, it totally took me a second to figure out what I was trying to say there. Um, you guys both played Modern Warfare too, of course. We've talked about this on the yeah, podcast. Of course. Before. of course, of course. Have you seen the rumors of the? They are remaking the game. But not including multiplayer. I mean, why? Yeah. Did they give a reason? No, that's okay. So it has now. Don't don't been bait me yet. like this. <laughs> so it's been it's kind of been some of the talk of like on some of the other podcasts I listen to. So there's been like listings on like Amazon and Jason uh, Schreier has confirmed. Actually, more or less has been confirmed. Jason Schreier, he's one of the big esport, um, one of the big kind of video game journalists. He confirmed that there is a Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 remaster coming out, and it is not going to have multiplayer. It'll only be single player. It hasn't been had a release date or anything like that. They haven't said the Spec Ops is going to be in it, but Raven Games, the ones that remade Modern Warfare, the official first one, 
isn't working on it, and it's been more or less confirmed that there will be no multiplayer. So two things. One, I hope it's significantly cheaper if they're not concluding multiplayer. $25 is what it's rumored at. I mean, what, I Modern, Modern Warfare 2 story was pretty fucking kick-ass. It was, yeah. and Spec Ops was amazing, too. I yeah. paid $25 for Spec Ops and single player. Yeah, I honestly, I probably would, too, um, just for the nostalgia. Um, but I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a one shot. Like you play you play through the fucking multiplayer. You play it maybe like once a year or some shit. Um, yeah. But I you know, I don't know. Maybe they just weren't happy with how well the multiplayer did for the first Modern Warfare remake, and they're just like, fuck it, we don't need this. We'll reproduce the story because the sto- this that was a big thing too. The story for those two was really fucking good, right? Like I mean, yeah, that's what? when that's when Call of Duty's storytelling was like top fucking notch. So, even Modern Warfare 3, they kind of wrapped up that story. It wasn't even bad. I mean, that whole Modern Warfare... And I know this is totally off topic from The 100 Thieves, but you can't talk about Optic and uh, Nate Shot and all that and not think of the Call of Duty so many. So I had yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, I don't know. I just think that was kind of weird. But, like, did they... Did the Call of Duty League, like, ever have any tournaments or, like, a small league for, like, the Modern Warfare remaster? I don't. Or they just ignored it. I don't. I, I think they just ignored it. I don't think they acknowledged it. I didn't. See, okay. I have. I didn't see any like promotion for it, or even like like I could, I could see them doing it with like guys from that era that like doing that shit. Oh, but cool. like I, that would yeah, it'd be like you know, it'd be like a like an old, old like an old man's league or some shit like that. Yeah. Uh, like you know. So like, like be... for esports, it wouldn't have had a big deal. Like I kind of assumed that they would have just skipped it either way. Yeah. It's just kind of it's just a questionable call, kind of with that like i just there's no reason behind that they haven't announced anything yet but something i wanted to bring up because i was pissed when i heard there's gonna be remastered i was ecstatic because i loved modern warfare we talked about this like that kind of being the um thing yeah and actually so we do have a development from chat um for the league of legends voice so what um as we kind of figured out by cast is that league of legends voice chat is only for pre-made party is what it's going to be so you can't. What's the I, point? What's the What's point? The point? <laughs> yeah, like, just use Discord. <laughs> yeah, like um, just yeah. use Discord Sorry, at this point, right? Um, yeah. So yeah, I now I think it's kind of pointless. Like, it's, it's, like, it's, it's one it. thing to have like you can enable it, like going into okay. So in normals, like whatever, I don't think that's a big deal. In ranked, I think it should be optional. Like you can either have it on or you can have it off. Like in Overwatch, you can join in like. The voice chat, you have that option. I thought that's kind of how it was going to be, is that you could choose if you wanted to join it. But, yeah, they're just competing with the Discord, and I, they're not going to win that fight. No, no. I mean, maybe it's for people who, like, I don't know, maybe they think that some people's, like, computers can't support Discord and League of Legends. But, I mean, like, that's that's such a like an unrealistic so thing. And that's such a niche market that... That's just it, too, right? Like, I mean, and plus, like... Discord runs like zero fucking power. Like it's not Skype. It doesn't take yeah. a shit ton of processing power to run it. You know what I mean? All those so, people are Mumble Skype. users. Everyone who uses Mumble currently at the moment goes. It's the light, <laughs> most lightweight application out there for voice chat. Oh my god! Yeah. Fuck Mumble. Fuck Mumble. Hey, Teamspeak three was so much better than Mumble ever was. First off, that's that's what was. That was before Discord. I never, I, I never fuck with Team uh, Teamspeak. Um, I used Mumble briefly, but it was all about the Ventrilo boys. That's that's oh, what I. Maybe that's hop on Vent boys about. for the raid. <laughs> yeah, oh, I fucking love that yeah. shit, man. Um, actually, Cass boy. just said this, and this is actually kind of a good point. Um, so it might be rolled out to the public once uh, you okay. know all the you know bugs are kind of fixed in pre-mades. So actually, that is that is kind of a a good idea for them to do first is kind of like make sure like like all like the technology behind it works properly and yeah. then release it to the toxic crowds i think i think the bigger thing to take away from this is that she can flame you on two platforms vice one i think that's the biggest thing i can take away from that yeah, little that was, blurb that was definitely the of the night. But, <laughs> but, so maybe this is only going to be part one of like part two for talking about league of legends voice chat once that kind of i mean once the next patch rolls out and we see how broken our rally is and then we can yeah, kind of see fuck. how the voice chat's going to work, if it is just pre-made, if it is going to be that. Because that does make a difference. If it is pre-made, I think it's universal that there is no point in doing it. Yeah. If it is public, it would be curious to see how it's accepted and how smooth it is outside of just pre-made lobby. So this might be something we touch on again. I mean, this is kind of a, that's a very good 
kind of update that we may have been wrong right away. So I'm glad that you corrected us on that. But yeah. I think until it's out to the public and out of PBE, we can't come out with a definitive answer. Is this a good or a bad thing? So, yeah, I'm excited to see how it is when it, once it's actually off of PBE for, for like ranked and shit like that. But yeah, we'll, we'll fucking see. Cause again, there's no, there's no point. There's no point to it now. So, Discord. Yeah, no. yeah. Fuck. We're, we're the official uh, fanboys of Discord here on this podcast. So you yes, definitely yes, send, send us some Discord hats and we'll we'll put your logo on, on here, Discord. I will please. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut this out. <laughs> please. But I'm gonna say this. <laughs> Discord, if you send me a hat, I will wear it for every <laughs> podcast for the next six months. You have every the nice show. you have nice hair, man. I should be the one wearing it, man. I wear a hat oh, every no. goddamn podcast. <laughs> but I am willing to do that. I would if I send that out and tweet that it's Discord. If you send me a hat, I will wear it for the next six months just to kind of rep it. Because I do love Discord. I use it for everything. We cannot do our podcast without it. So obviously it is fun. But I just love to get a free hat, if I'm being harmed honest with you. Just, yeah, just, just, just a reminder that if Discord didn't exist, we would have to be using Skype for videos. Or vent. And that alone. Wait, does vent do videos? <laughs> no. no yeah. Of course not. We Slack, have to use Skype. I think Slack you can do video, but can you? We like Discord. You can do one to one. I don't know if you need to do group calls. This may be something we can test with afterwards. We yeah, don't have yeah. to go into this on the podcast. But that is my so we have one water vet. And I have a proposition to the Discord. So that is the big two points from this week's podcast. Is would anyone else join me? Um, Tiny chat. No, I'm not even bringing that up. Tiny. James, Dylan, would either one of you take in on that bet if we get three Discord hats? Six months? Oh, all fucking year, buddy. I'll wear it all fucking year. Every day of my life, I would wear it. There you go, Discord. You got the you can make us an official partner any day now. We'll we'll accept it in a heartbeat. But um, I think unless you guys have anything else to wrap up, I think we're gonna call that good for this week. I I, I got nothing nothing else yeah, this week, boys. So thank you to everyone that has tuned in, and that's gonna wrap it up for this week's episode of the Project Esports Podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, yeah, you don't forget to check us a follow, check us a subscribe on fucking the podcast. Anything, anything is greatly, greatly appreciated. Yeah, and just as a reminder, um, all these are streamed live at 9 p.m. on Twitch. Uh, sometimes we have kind of like a pre and post show on some 9 p.m. Eastern. Just make yeah, that 9 clear. Yeah, 9 p.m. Eastern, um, where we're either messing around with cameras and mics and stuff, or just uh, kind of just shooting the shit. And then also every Monday, this goes up on all the audio podcast networks so you can download and again. YouTube. yep and youtube so you can have it all downloaded or watched uh monday morning yeah sorry guys i'm james i'm dylan and i'm andrew thank you very much for listening have a great week